Well, our moms think we're funny. Good, good stuff. Actually, that looks like Ricky right there on the screen. It does. <laughs> not, not them, like the, the old lady he just uh, helped with the groceries. I swear they only look like Ricky. Is she silver from head to toe? Oh, well, she's old, so she's got silver hair. <laughs> well, that would do it. And, shit, I went back way too far. And then Miyagi, uh, oh, and by the way, we're watching, uh, we're on, uh, Tubi. No, we're on Crackle. Crackle watching, um, the, uh, Karate Kid cartoon. Yeah. From, I think, 1988, it said? Yeah. 1989, something like that. It was, uh, yeah, I don't know. I know it was before the third one came out, because we talked about the... Mm -hmm. As I thought it was, yeah, because because in this one he's like straight out out of Okinawa, um, mm -hmm. going on all kinds of cool zany adventures with, uh, with Mr. Miyagi and what, what was her name, Mariko, Some, Miko, yeah. it was Miko. Straight out of Okinawa, crazy motherfucking named Miyagi. <laughs> <laughs> Never try to cheat because a tree don't fight me. <laughs> To the ice, kind of breathe. One, two, three. <laughs> it's your turn now. I got nothing, man. I can't. I can barely flow when I'm awake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a terrible rapper. <laughs> the worst irate warrior the ever irate warriored. Have you seen my uncle's wife? I call her Aunt Hattie. <laughs> see, see how that works here. Yeah. Russell Tomei, yeah, Zang, yo. <laughs> see, okay, there, like, there's, there's Ricky right there. Oh yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> like, looks over at Miyagi. It's been three hundred and ninety-seven days <laughs> since I've known the touch of a woman. It's this town. This town has a system in place to oppress me. <laughs> It's like he's singing like his own version of like nothing compares to you. It's been three hundred and ninety-seven days <laughs> since you took your love away. <laughs> I sober man every night and every day. <laughs> oh man, I haven't felt such unbridled joy over an internet discovery since I saw the dedicated Wham Kid. The dedicated? Yeah. Dedicated. Yeah, it's a Minecraft convention, and he's talking to, I'm assuming, Notch, and he has, like, the mic, like, right up into his mouth, and he's like, Yeah, I was wondering how much dedicated RAM I need on my computer to run a Minecraft server. <laughs> and everybody on the table just stares at him, and the guy's like, I'm sorry, you're gonna need to repeat that. The RAM, the dedicated RAM, how much dedicated RAM do I need to run a Minecraft server? It's great. <laughs> It's a great video. <laughs> I love that kid. You know, a okay. short little fat kid <laughs> running a Minecraft server on his own. I know that, that this pissed a lot of people off at the time. When I say, like, like not like people like you and I, but the people that were involved. It pissed a lot of people off at the time. And we and, are an hour and seven minutes in by the way, okay. so you know. And I, and I know that they, they, nobody was expecting it to be like this. But I just got to say to this one person 
that I what you did was completely stupid. It was completely selfish. It was ignorant. It was uh, holy shit. This pops racer. Um, <laughs> it, it was uh, it was impulsive, and it it pissed everybody off. But man, you have made a name for yourself and will forever be known as just like impulsive. Don't think, just rush in headlong and do whatever you want to do, right? And maybe it might turn out right. Maybe it, maybe it won't. But you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. So I'm going to present the very first, the very first, our moms think we're funny, a Comey and Turk 182 award to the person out there that I think that most deserves it. Mm-hmm. And I know people are probably thinking that something be like, uh, like Rich Brian. Like, no, I'm not Rich Brian. <laughs> No, it's not. Uh, uh, what's my man? Um, uh, <laughs> uh, nah, bitch. It's not nah, bitch. Right? <laughs> it's someone better than all that. Leroy Jenkins. I just have to say that after all this time, people still know you. Even people that don't know you know you. And when they're going to do something, people... Because I heard someone ever the other day say, you know, I'm just going to Leroy Jenkins this bitch. And I'm like, <laughs> what? I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I mean, that's never going to die. You ever going to do something? I can actually see like like SWAT teams being like, all right, all right he's not coming out. All right. And the count of three, just Leroy Jenkins. Right? And they so, just run in there just like, bam. I've been playing a bit of Hearthstone, which is a whole other story for me to bitch about, but uh, they actually still have a Hearthstone card called Leroy Jenkins with it all stretched out like that, and it's just a suicide bomber card. It's great. Mm. I think that's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like, it's a, he didn't plan on that, but, I mean, he's become synonymous with, you know, just rushing headlong and like, you know, damn the torpedoes, man. Yep. Yeah. And then like you couldn't like you couldn't have done better if you had planned it. Yep. You know. Things are getting too spicy for the pepper indeed. <laughs> yep, who who knew that he was like he was changing the world, man. Yeah. He was totally changing the world. So yes, yeah. I, I present to to Leroy the first ever our mom synchro funny a Comey Turk 182 award. And uh it even survived a family guy reference. That's how powerful it is. And, um, he, no, he didn't survive a South Park reference. That was everybody else. <laughs> like, uh, Chocolate Rain and all of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, they actually didn't survive, which was the whole point. But Leroy, Leroy, so, I mean, hell, when, uh, when Jamie Lee Curtis goes to San Diego Comic Con and references that while dressed up, you know, in, in a, in, as WoW character, like, that's when you know you've made it. I mean, when Laurie Strode was like, that's what I want to see. I want to see Lori go up against Michael Myers. And be like, <laughs> she's in there, Lori. Fuck it, I got this. Leroy. <laughs> I think I think you probably actually hear Michael be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that'd be fantastic. All right. Well, this has been a fun one. I'm glad we got to learn about Ricky. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Um, so, Turk, where does Ricky rank in comparison to uh, the Lambda Moose story? Oh, man. Above or below? 
As far as far as far as one of our podcast episodes, as far as your feelings towards it. Oh man, um, he's below Lambda Moo because as much as I hated Lambda Moo's story, it, we did talk about it for quite a long time. We did. So I'm going to reference up in here, and I, I don't really want to give stuff away. So I'm going to put a spoiler warning out here. Um, and I shouldn't have to because it's been kind of an older thing, but just because something's been older doesn't mean that you've always had the opportunity to see it or have even heard about it. So I shouldn't just be running around telling people like, Vader's Luke's father. Be like, wait, what? What? It's like, <laughs> dude, I just got out of a coma. I was, I was standing in line to go see Empire Strikes Back. And the motherfucker hit me in the back of my head. I, I hit the ground. I, I had been in a coma for like 40 years. I just wake up the first thing I'm like, I'm like, it's like, it's, it's like, is Empire Strikes Back still playing in theaters? Like, uh, no, it hasn't played in theaters since the re-release, like, like ten years ago. Like, re-release, yeah, but you can watch it on Blu-ray. On, on what? <laughs> <laughs> and then someone just like, like the orderly in the hospital room just happens to be playing our podcast episode, and I'm like, yeah. And so Vader's lose five. This guy's like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um. So, I mean, again, just because it's been around for a while doesn't mean everyone's seen it and doesn't mean that, you know, it, that she, that's okay to spoil it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I mean, you wouldn't want me to run around saying that, you know, Darth Vader's kind of so saying, like, it just ruins everything, right. you know? Like, the whole time he's talking to, uh, Agent Kuyan, he's just, he's just like, uh, just using like the, the force on him. It's like, yeah, you you don't know who Kaiser Sosia is. I don't know who Kaiser Sosia is. It's like, Dean Keaton was the man responsible for it. I think Dean Keaton did all this stuff. It's like, I'll probably piss blood tonight. Tomorrow, wait, wait, what? But, um, but anyway, his movie Prisoners uh, with uh, Jay Gyllenhaal and um, Hugh Jackman, Paul Dano, uh, and it's a really, really good movie. And uh, Viola Davis is in it. Hmm. Um, the guy formerly known as James Rhodes is in it. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. The guy currently known as New Math. That, that's going to be his name. His name from now on is New Math. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, I remember I kind of hinted around at this a little bit in like various episodes I talk about things. But there's a part, what happens is... Uh, Hugh Jackman and uh, New Math, uh, they're they're friends, and I think it's Thanksgiving uh, uh, and uh, or getting around like Christmas Eve or something like that. Anyway, um, they go over to the Jackman goes over to New Math's house for like dinner and stuff, and their daughters are hanging out. They're about the same age, and jackman's daughter left them in their house and they're going to go back to the house and get it mm-hmm. and then and then come back they never come back mm-hmm. and there's a shady looking like a rv that's been kind of like in their neighborhood and then park side road and then the rv's gone so they think oh my god daughter's been kidnapped they call the police and all this kind of stuff and they're trying to find the people so they find the um the guy that's the owner of the of the, the van that's played by paul dano mm-hmm. and um oh and the the guy i can't think of his name now the the doc, he's got. A, I can't think of his name. But anyway, he's um, uh, polka dot man from the Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's in it too. Is this weird character who they think is like the the kidnapper, and his house is just it's pretty much empty except he's got all of these uh 
these storage uh, storage bins, mm-hmm. and they're filled with snakes, live snakes, <laughs> various sizes filled with snakes. It's it's like a weird ass scene. Anyway, okay. So um, so they kidnap they they arrest Paul Dano, but then they have to let him go because they don't have any any evidence or stuff. Like yes, and he even um, and uh, anyway, there's they they have to let him go. So um. <clears throat> As he's being let out of the, uh, this has been a while since I've seen it, but as he, he's being let out of the police station, there's all the reporters around, and Hugh Jackman shows up there, and um, and he like grabs, he's like, you know, where's my daughter? What'd you do with her? Blah blah, and and the guy supposedly says something like, um, like they does like they didn't cry until I left, yeah, and he's like, wait, what'd you say? And he's like, and None of the reporters heard it, right? And um, and he's like, and you think that Hugh Jackman's maybe just making up because later he kidnaps him. He's got this apartment building that he's like been renovating. He locks him into the bathroom, seals it up, boards up the shower, and hooks up a independent uh, uh, water control to it. Hmm. And so they, he locks, he basically locks him in this bathroom in this boarded up little shower area, and then using the independent water controls turns it on to like extremely hot water and just bombarding him with that or then it's like extremely cold water it just and just basically torturing him and uh, uh and anyway um so he's like, he's like he said something to me at the place he said they didn't cry until I left and it's like but they but no one else heard it, it was like you were surrounded by these reporters and this guy supposedly said that mm-hmm. it's like is it possible that you just want him to be the kidnapper because we can't find the girls they do eventually find uh, new math's daughter right and she's unharmed fairly unharmed you know a little malnourished i think or whatever but and she's traumatized but unharmed and uh like she's been kind of like dropped off somewhere but jackman's daughter is still kind of missing and he's been trying to figure out, you know, what's going on, where it is. Right. Anyway, um, <clears throat> uh, he ends up finding out that um, Paul Dano, I think Melissa Leo is the uh, is in it. She plays like his mom. Anyway, the, all this stuff. And, and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is a cop that's trying to figure out, like, you know, where the girls are and stuff. Anyway, it turns out Melissa Leo is is in on this thing and she helped him to kidnap the girls and was hiding her, keeping him prisoner. And at one point she says something about, uh, yeah, the girls were really, were, were okay. And they didn't put up any fuss. And they didn't fight until her son had to leave and go do something else. And then I guess they assumed they were afraid of being left there alone with her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the movie's like maybe two and a half hours long, but it's really, really good. Really, really good. So What's the title of it? It's called Prisoners. Prisoners, okay. Um, and uh, uh, I was t- I was uh, in class the next day teaching after I had gone to the movie theater to watch it. And uh, I was in the middle of, of teaching class and I was like, wait a minute. And I don't know why. It was one of the where I told the class, okay, like read this thing and then we're going to discuss. So I'm just sitting there and I'm just kind of just, you know, waiting, you know, giving them there a couple minutes or whatever to think this thing through. And then all of a sudden it hit me. And I was like, wait a minute. She said that, uh, like the mom said that, you know, the girls were both, like, were both okay and they were fine until, like, he had to leave 
and go do something and they didn't want to be left there alone with her. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, holy shit. He did say that to him. <laughs> he did say they didn't cry until I left. Yeah. And the whole time you're thinking he's just making shit up because no one else heard it. You had reporters there with microphones and nobody heard anything. And he whispered it in his ear. And then later on, she said something to, to that effect. And you're like, holy shit, he actually did say that to her. <laughs> and I was like, wow. So that's kind of what I was thinking. Like the whole thing, it was like, it was like well, I guess maybe it really was said. I was like, that's wild. That's, that's, that's wild. But anyway, if you guys ever get a chance to watch Prisoners, I mean, I, I haven't really given anything away about, you know, like who the, the bad guys are. Because it's really not even about that. It's about like these people. And there's a... And there's a beautiful scene with Viola Davis, too. Hmm. Um, Because she's not in it very much. Um, But when he brings new math and Viola Davis over to the apartment building um, to kind of show him what he's done. And he's like, this guy knows something. You know, like, what? He's like, you pick this guy up. Like, the police already said he wasn't involved. And uh, and he's like, he's got mental issues and stuff. They already said he wasn't involved. And you pick this guy up and you... You're holding him here. You've kidnapped him. You're holding him, you know, against his will. You're torturing him, you know, because you think he said something that no one else heard. And like, this is crazy. I can't be involved in this because if, you know, people find out you kidnapped this guy and that I know you kidnapped him, I didn't say anything, then I can lose my house, my business, everything, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I I can't be involved in this. It's like, this guy knows something. It's like, you don't know that. You just think you know that. Like, you don't know that there's no proof of it. So, um, so Viola Davis is like, let me, um, let let me talk to him. So she goes and she's talking to the guy, like, there's like a, like a hole or something there that you can talk to. Um, and she's talking to him and she's just being all nice and sweet. And, you know, she's like, you know, I miss my daughter. She's a, you know, sweet girl. She's, you know, an honor, all that kind of stuff. You know, just, you know, um, and doing all that stuff. And the guy won't tell her anything. And, uh, and he's like, I don't know anything. I don't know where they are. And, you know, I didn't have anything to do with any of this stuff. I don't know why. Please just let me go. And he's crying and begging for his mom and all that kind of stuff. And, 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 you know, you can like see it in her face. Like, you know, this is, this is wrong. Like, right. this is all wrong. And then she like looks at like Hugh Jackman and says, she's like, turn the water on again or something like that. It was like, <laughs> like she was not having it. She was like, no, this guy knows something. And like new math is like, what? <laughs> she was like, yeah, if there's a chance this guy knows something, then I'm going to torture the shit out of him until he tells me. <laughs> it's such a great scene because you think that she's just like she's you know that she's just this is such a tender-hearted woman and you know it's like she can't stand to see somebody being hurt like nope i don't give a shit about you all i care about is getting my daughter back <laughs> nice uh. all right i want them to say more than just six eight he stood <laughs> 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 you ever seen the episode of Sherman Showcase where they do like a Montel Jordan story? Nah. You haven't seen that? No. Oh, I got to pull it up, man. It's so damn funny. It's just the, like it's like the an unauthorized biography of Montel Jordan. And basically they just take the, the, the lyrics from this house. <laughs> uh, was it, uh, was it, what's his name? It's on, um. This is how we do it or whatever it is anyway. And they just turn it into like, it's like a story, like his, 
his grandfather is dying. He's like, oh, gee, no. And he's like, hey, new G, I got something for you. And he gives it to him. And he's like, <laughs> he goes, yeah, I just want you to just do something better with your life. I want people to say more than just six, eight, he stood. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's funny as hell. All right. So you were about to sign off, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because we've been at this for like an hour and 15 minutes. We have. All about little hour, pretty Ricky. Hour and 20 minutes. Hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. So, homeboy is tired, and uh, it's 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I was, I was actually tired, but now I've hit that second win, man. <laughs> but that just means I'm going to crash even harder when it's ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be like talking, I'll be right in the middle of talking, just like, uh, and then boom, <laughs> just fall over. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a five point palm exploding heart technique. <laughs> yeah, and then five episodes into a podcast, you know, you just drop dead. <laughs> yeah, that would be my goal. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, I've been a Comey. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, the trailer for this movie, Gold, I, I didn't really pay attention to it before when it came on. But this is wild, man. <laughs> you seen this? Yeah. That looks man, pretty interesting. It looks pretty wild, yeah. Mm. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Yeah. Um, and uh, hey, Ricky, man, you know, best of luck to you. Um, and just do me a favor. Uh, don't bother Emma Watson. <laughs> just, I mean... Yeah, Ricky, I hope you have sex with a nice, stable girl, but leave him Watson alone, please. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, Ricky. Um, there's a lot of women out there that you can pay for sex. Emma Watson's not one of them. Um, but, I mean, just, you need to learn how to budget your life a little bit better <laughs> so that, you know, you can, like, pay for sex and also, you know, have food and, you know, electricity. So, for example, um... If you want to have sex this week, then realize that means that you have to eat ramen noodles this week. Uh, right? You also, like, can't spend a trillion dollars at a slot machine. That's pretty important. Well, I mean, in his defense, though, he was saying if he hit it big, he could have prostitute every night of the week. Yeah, but it didn't work out that way for him, so hopefully lesson learned. All right, so I, this last thing I'm going to do, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, um, it's a true story. So, Ricky, the other day I was at the, uh, the store called Target. And in America, the store is called Target. And I think you're thinking, like, you know, in America, a store called Target. Well, yeah, that's just apropos. Hey, fuck you, Ricky. So, um, anyway, so I'm at, yeah. I'm at Target, right? Yeah, they don't have those in Britain. They just have, like, trolley whoppers or whatever. <laughs> Golly whoppers. <laughs> Golly gumpas. Yeah, it's like. Poundtown and shit like that. Yeah. It's going to get on the trolley and go to iGovna. Fifty percent off all niggas here, iGovna. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, I'm there and I'm buying some some uh, cotton swabs, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and get a pack up. It's like, do I want five hundred cotton swabs or do I want seven hundred fifty? Mm-hmm. Right? I'm like, um, I mean, obviously, I'm going to use them all eventually, right? Um, and I was like. So let's, let's see which one is the best price. Yeah. So um, 750 cotton swabs was 319. Right. Okay. 500 cotton swabs was 
So that means that it's uh, a it's a dollar for two hundred fifty cotton swabs. Mm-hmm. So that means I would get seven hundred fifty cotton swabs for three dollars. But the box of seven hundred fifty was three nineteen. Mm-hmm. So that didn't make any sense. No. So I was like, well, I mean, clearly I'll just get the five hundred, you know. Um, and then I looked, and there was a three hundred count <laughs> cotton swab. Now it's ninety nine cents. Okay. Now I'm like, okay, wait, wait, wait. So I can get three hundred for ninety nine cents. So if I bought two, that'd be six hundred for two dollars. Right. Or I could get five hundred in a five hundred pack for two dollars. Right. Right. Or seven hundred and fifty. For three nineteen, <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'll get two three hundred in uh bad math, right? I mean, like, like there, there was no way where this made sense at all. Like, right, right. So the reason I'm telling you this, Ricky, is because it's all a matter of looking at it properly, looking at the cost per unit, and budgeting it out. You know, and I just think that you know, if you look at that, you'd be like, okay. I can have a prostitute every night of the week, maybe, or, <laughs> you know, if I want to, or, or pay $60 for this, or like, uh, you know, like uh, your your dad's friend, $60 for like two weeks. That's really good, as opposed to like $30 for one night. So you, you have to look at the unit cost, man. I mean, <laughs> you can get, you can get like... You can pay like 30 quid, right, for like one night, which is what, maybe an hour, two hours, right? Or, right, so, so that's, like, that's like 15 quid per hour, right? Right, right. Or you can pay like five quid per day. <laughs> I mean, it's just, just economics, man, economics, dude. I mean, just, and I mean, you might want to look in like, I don't know, would you guys have like a... Like, I don't know, it's like a penny saver or like a like a pence saver kind of thing. There may be some really good coupons in there. I, you do, I don't know. I don't know how those things work over there, right? Um, so, just, I mean, just I'm just saying, but I mean, just you could, you could have your prostitute, have your food, have your electricity. Just be smart about how you do it, man. Yeah. You know? And, and don't, uh, don't, be, don't be afraid to ask about deals and discounts. Be like, you know... Do I, you know, can I get like, uh, like, you know, five pence off if like for a referral, you know, like it'd be like, oh, if I refer my friend to you, like, you'd be like, um, like, do I get like some kind of thing? Do you have like stamp card, right? You know, <laughs> little ten, ten clicks across. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah, like you know, rogering is free. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. It's <laughs> like you know, if you pay for like like five full sex sessions and everything, you know, after your tenth one, you get like a free blowjob. You know, like <laughs> yeah, who knows? I'm just I'm just saying th- th- these are things that you need to consider and ask about. Yeah. Because if if having sex with prostitutes is really what you're interested in, you know, then you know, hey, that's. Uh, yeah, you know, just just big smart smart you see money. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and to quote you, quoting someone else, when it comes to prostitutes, you don't pay the prostitute to come over, right? Mm-hmm. You pay her to leave. There you go. So in your situation, maybe just don't pay her. Yeah, she'll never leave. That's, that kind of sounds like a hostage situation, doesn't it? Isn't all are all relationships hostage situations? Yeah. <laughs> okay, then. Pretty much. 
And uh, Ricky, if you actually did uh, murder Joey or are planning on uh, making a jacket out of Emma Watson's skin, it's not too late to turn yourself in, you know? Yeah, get, like, get some counseling. There, there are people who can help you. There really are. It doesn't yeah. have to be this way. Yeah, I mean, I, I, just making a jacket or anything, or any, like, or anything out of Emma Watson's skin is not really a good idea at all. Um, you know, sometimes that when you have like thoughts like that that are just not right, it helps to kind of use something to focus your mind on something else. Like, you know, like recite your favorite poem or um, like count to like 50 or um, remember like a uh, like a favorite thing from your childhood. Maybe even sing a song, you know, like in your head or even outside, just sing a song that would just kind of help you to distract yourself. Um, I know that whenever I'm feeling kind of like a just, just in a, just kind of like a, a kind of a pleasant mood to kind of keep my pleasant mood about sometimes like sing a song. So here's one um, that you may or may not know, but it goes, uh, see my vest, see my vest made from real gorilla chest. See this sweater, this nope. Oh, wait, no shit. No, that's <laughs> not uh, bad that, example. Bad example. That, yeah. Um, um, just talk to somebody, Ricky. Just, just talk to somebody. <laughs> and uh, remember to wash, wash that silver paint off every night. Yeah, you might die. Yeah, I think you like little, little, you know, toxic poisoning there might be like affecting the old, uh, you know, hard drive. Yeah, yeah, that's possible. Yeah, that's possible. Anyways, I don't know Ricky kind of sounds like the. British version of Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> or Wings Hauser. <laughs> I gotta look it up and see, like, how old this guy, like, 30s, like, like, <laughs> was Wings Hauser ever outside of the country, like, 30 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, everybody, I'm done. My name is Turk182. And I'm a Comey. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Good day. All right, that's the guy in Australia, isn't it? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Good day. <laughs> God save the queen. All right there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.